Visit angels.com slash fun pack. Angels Radio AMA 30 KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners or management. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin Speed Ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at DRF.com bet. That's winning at DRF.com bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Los Alamitos. Daytime Thoroughbred Racing is back through July 9th during the L.A. County Fair Meet at Los Alamitos. First post time, 1 p.m. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred Los Angeles. By the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, just a furlong east of Santa Anita. Call 626-777-6699 to reserve your Breeders' Cup room now. By today's Racing Digest, where every issue is a handicapping lesson. By Legacy Ranch, get your young horses started right at Legacy Ranch. And by Horsebills.com, enjoy billing made easy through Horsebills.com. And by Semi's Original. Great food and a great satellite wagering experience await you in Orange County, where the 5 and 405 freeways collide at Semi's Original. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own a cowbred. By the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By the Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. The Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. And welcome to a Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo. Our regular co-host, Bob Ike, has the day off, and I'll be joined in just a second by a voice you're going to know and be very familiar with. We've got a nine-race card today at Los Alamitos. The feature today, the Los Alamitos Derby. Huge card at Belmont, stay, uh, Belmont today. Includes the uh, Grade 1 Belmont Derby and the Grade 1 Belmont Oaks, a 12-race uh, 12 card 
that starts there about 10.05 Pacific time. It's closing weekend at both tracks. We've got a lot of racing to talk about, but there's been a lot happening off the track this week, too, and uh, I want to bring in our, my co-host for today to talk about a lot of what's been going on. You know him as the uh, former national correspondent of the Daily Racing Forum, the longtime host of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Better yet, it's a friend of mine, uh, Mr. Jay Pribben. Welcome back, Jay. How you doing? John, it's good to be here in the window loft. <laughs> <laughs> it's a home game for us today. That's right, exactly. Listen, so much went on this week, and unfortunately, <laughs> instead of talking about Ida winning the Great Lady M at Los Alamitos and some of the great racing over the 4th of July weekend, government intervention and what appears to be some uh, corporate agendas have been taking place, and let's talk about some of those that are affecting California. First of all, Ellis Park, the Churchill Down meet at Ellis Park ended on Tuesday, July the 4th. That was supposed to be the end of the Bob Baffert two-year suspension from racing at or, or training at Churchill Downs. The very next day comes out a press release saying they're going to extend the ban for Bob Baffert for another year. He has had no positive tests, no problems in the two-year period that went on. What's going on there? Uh, to me, John, this has just become uh, a personal situation as opposed to a business situation uh you know churchill down suspended baffert from all their tracks including obviously the kentucky derby for two years after medina spirit tested positive in the 2021 kentucky derby um and nothing has happened since in terms of medication violations or anything else that seemingly should have resulted in the suspension being extended but churchill downs in their press release the other day said that Baffert was peddling a false narrative. That was the phraseology they worked. And I don't know that he's peddling a false narrative. I think he's sticking up for himself. He's not peddling Churchill Downs' narrative. Um, but, you know, he's not – Baffert has no pending litigation against Churchill Downs. He does have a suit against the Kentucky Racing Commission trying to get the disqualification overturned. But this just seems like it's a situation where the management at Churchill Downs has decided – they are going to just extend things just because they can, uh, out of spite. And it's, I don't think it's right. I, and, I, and I think it's a terrible precedent. And I know trainers don't, you know, they're always just looking to, like, claim everybody else's horses. But, you know, we saw a similar situation years ago at Santa Anita when Jerry Hollendorfer was, in my opinion, wrongly thrown out. And very few, if any, trainers stood up for him then. Uh, but there's a consequence to that kind of behavior and now we see it here with Baffert and who's going to be next you know they that's that's what's wrong here um so look you know Baffert's a polarizing person and you know I get that uh but if you serve a two-year suspension and nothing else happens that would warrant uh, an extension of that you should be allowed back in well, the thing about that press release, too, at the end of it, like the previous one, they said they will review right. the situation at the end of this next suspension. This could go on forever. Exactly. And it, and I think that's wrong. It's just not a fair way to conduct uh, business. And I think there's been a lot of backlash, even from people who are prone to not being sympathetic to Baffert. Uh, I, I think, But I think Churchill Downs in the court of public opinion has kind of made Baffert, if not into a sympathetic figure, they've made Churchill Downs look like you know a, a really unfair company and uh i don't know that they care but there's a, num a number of people who i think are have been on the fence or even anti-baffert who are like you know even if they don't like baffert they're like this is not right yeah enough is enough at this point right well let's talk a little bit now from the horse player <laughs> standpoint <laughs> going to the horse player side like of the, the police fence. blotter exactly the national thoroughbred uh, uh national thoroughbred racing association the ntra has their championship handicapping contest the nhc right in the spring every year well it turns out uh from this year's 2023 nhc Three players this week who are all based in Chicago. They sat at the same table. I was out there uh, for the NHC. Uh, they were disqualified from the 2023 NHC for collusion. And uh, the problem I had with this when the the, the announcement came out, Jay, uh, they wouldn't say who the players were, and they just said uh, they were disqualified. There was no specifics as to what happened. Uh, I know you and, and many people went on to social media saying, well, who are these people? And there's a lot of reasons for that. And giving some credit to the NTRA, they did make the names public. 
And let's talk a little bit about why this is important to the horse players. So uh, you're, you're right. There were, there were three people who were disqualified and, that, and now suspended for two years. And the NTRA's release initially did not name them. There was a lot of backlash to that. Uh, I was among the people who chimed in on it. And I give the NTRA credit. Uh, they, they reconsidered uh, overnight and decided to put the names out, which is the right thing to do. I don't think you should cover up for people who do things wrong, because that's at the expense of people who play by the rules. Uh, there are plenty of other tournaments that these people could still play in, and I think if you're playing in those tournaments, you'd want to know if these guys are involved. Now, John, there's, there's one guy who looks like he's the ringleader of this. He's been in tournaments before. He's placed in tournaments. In fact, he finished second in 2022. The other two guys look like they were just beards for him, based on the way this played out. But they did a forensic analysis of their picks, and it was comical, uh, really was. the overlaps. I mean, you've, you've got it in front of you there. But, I mean, it was so obvious that they were in collusion together, and they were rightly disqualified. And I give the NTRA credit. You know, there's so many organizations who just draw a line in the sand and say, this is what we're doing, and they don't listen to reasonable differing opinions. And I give the NTRA credit for, you know, they were wrong initially, but at least they then said, you know what, we've looked at what other people are saying, and you know what, we made an initial wrong decision. We are going to release the name. So I give them credit for that. Okay, so those three guys are now no longer eligible for the next couple of years in the AC. They will revisit that yeah. at the end of two years. Right. Moving on. You talked about uh, Jerry Hollendorfer in the first uh, part, yeah. uh, and Bob Baffert. Well, Jerry Hollendorfer, it came out this week, has settled the lawsuit he had going on with Del Mar in regards to his inability to race uh, at Del Mar at the time all those things came down back in 2018, right. 2019. So what does this mean for Jerry? So what happened was in 2018, after Santa Anita threw Hollendorfer out, uh, Hollendorfer tried to get injunctive relief through the L.A. Superior Courts, and they didn't get, give it to him. Del Mar also tried to keep Hollendorfer out, but in San Diego Superior County Court, he got a stay. And that's why he's been able to race there. Los Alamitos, he's always been good at. What happened now this past week is that, you know, the lawsuit has been still in effect. Um, it, it Basically, Hollendorfer had gotten a stay, and nothing had transpired in the interim now they've settled their lawsuit i don't know what the terms are but there were quotes from hollandor for saying he's looking forward to racing at los alamitos uh and at, at del mar um you know he still can't race it, it appears at santa anita he settled the lawsuit with them but both sides were under are under a gag order to talk about what the terms are but you know you look at what has transpired since then and it's it seems as though whatever the terms of the settlement were it included hollandorfer can't race at Santa Anita or, or Golden Gate or places like that. Um, in the specific case of Delmar, it appears that he's at least good to, to race her again, and at least the lawsuit's done, and it's not as though he's operating as he had been the last few years because of a stay. Well, he's gone from 150 horses probably to, to uh, now he's just going to be based in California with probably 15 And horses. Dan Ward, his longtime assistant who had been uh, you know running the stable back east, is now taking over and the right. horses are going to race under his name. So Hollendorfer is obviously cutting back. Uh, you know, I think it's grossly unfair what's happened to him. Uh, you know, he, he, to me, was a scapegoat for a lot of the problems that were going on at Santa Anita that winter, that Santa Anita management and the people who were in management there at the time would not take culpability for. Um, and it's affected this circuit, John, over the last few years. I mean, who was more prolific at running horses on this circuit and who had, you know, than Hollendorfer, he had one of the biggest barns. We might, you know, want those numbers here, but you know, you, sometimes you cut off your nose to spite your face, and that's what happened here. I think exactly. One of the things that's been popping up on a regular basis this week are the Horseman Integrity and Welfare Unit <laughs> has been coming up with suspension after provisional suspension of trainers, including uh, trainer Jonathan Wong, who not only is based in California but he has stables in Kentucky and and back in the Midwest. They gave him a two-year suspension for a substance that he takes. He's diabetic. Right, it's, it's metformin. Di it, right, and it's a diabetes medication. Well, explain this one to me. So there's the possibility that there's contamination. Metformin cannot be used in a, in a racehorse. Okay, that's fine. But what I object to is that he's got a two-year suspension pending, 
and he's had no recourse in terms of being able to have a hearing over this before they provisionally suspend him. So he's had to disband his horses, and you have to pay to have a hearing. And, John, you know, this to me, one of the many, many problems I have with Haisa and Haiwu is that it seems to penalize the smaller guys. Now, Wong's not a smaller guy. He's got over 100 horses. But when you have to pay to have a hearing, that's different. And a split sample, that's different from how it used to be. And that's wrong because it's harder for the smaller guys to afford these kinds of things. And And I think you should be able to at least get a hearing before you're suspended. And I had thought that one of the reasons or one of the provisions of HISA and HIWU was to have expedited hearings. Well, you know, Wong should have an expedited hearing before he has to disband his horses. And so I just think this is bass backwards in how they're handling things, and it's unfair to him, and it's going to be unfair to others who, uh, you know, who, who are going to fall into these things. Because these, these are some pretty serious penalties. And, and the other thing that I really object to here, John, is that let's say somebody could make the argument, all right, Wong violated a published rule and the rule says you can't have metformin and it says if you do you're suspended for two years and if you want to take that position i understand that but if that's the position you're going to take and that's the position that heiss and Haiwu have taken only maybe what a week and a half ago they said that there were 15 to 20 trainers who had injected horses and then run them back or even raced them within a, a, a period that should not have happened, and those people were given a stay of execution. It's like, ah, you know what, we're going to let, let it go this time. Well, wait a minute. If they violated a published rule, just like Jonathan Wong violated a published rule, then they should be subject to the same situation. It shouldn't be, well, you know what, we like those 15 to 20 guys. There's some names on that list that we kind of like. We don't really know Jonathan Wong that much. He can be collateral damage. That's what I really object to about how these things have played out. You should not be able to pick and choose who you're enforcing rules against and who you're not enforcing rules against. And, you know, from an owner's standpoint, Jay, those horses that were on that list, even though the trainers weren't penalized, the horses are not allowed to race for 30 days. Right. So if I own that horse, I'm out of business for 30 days. I can't run. Same thing. If I have a horse trained by Jonathan Wong, all of a sudden now I'm ready for Del Mar down here. I've got to find another trainer. Right. Now, I understand most of his horses are either going to Ruby Thomas in Northern California or uh, Kristen Mulhall down here. here. Right. But it, it's just the whole idea. The owners are suffering on this stuff too. Right. And, and so there's a lot going on with all these rules as they come out. There obviously will be adjustments as it goes forward. It's not a seamless transition, and I, I just think we're seeing the tip of the iceberg. We, you know, we better sit down and strap our seatbelts in because more stuff's going to come down. No, it's been it's been rolled out really haphazardly. There's so many grossly unfair and inconsistent, and that's the problem I have. Like I was right. just laying out, it's the inconsistency that bothers me more than anything here. You shouldn't be able to say. We're enforcing the rules for this guy, but we're not enforcing the rules for that guy. I mean, either enforce them all the way, or if you're going to give somebody a break because, hey, we think maybe the initial rule that we wrote was too severe, then, you know, maybe cut Jonathan Wong a similar situation. You know what? Maybe this is a little too severe. We're going to expedite this thing and get it resolved, but we're not going to make you disband your stable and, and, and potentially suspend you for two years. Exactly. All right, I feel better now that we've got all this stuff off the table. Maybe we can talk a little bit Let's of horse Let's talk about horse racing, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I want to go ahead and make a play today at yes, Los Alamitos please. before we go to our first break. And uh, I'll go to Los Alamitos, race number five. And uh, you're going to have a heavy, heavy favorite trained by Bob Baffert here named Warchester. He, he's the most likely Wooster, come on, man. You must not ever go to Boston. Well, I don't want to, to Boston. Win, so I'm going to I'm going to miss I'll call him whatever Wooster. I want to call Wooster. him. Wooster. Okay. Wooster Mass, baby. Well, I like number three, Captain Chuchis. This is a half-brother to <laughs> a grade one winner, American Theorem. Two sprint preps for him. Stretches out today. I think he wants two turns. He's improving. And Wooster has a habit of kind of laying on horses but not running by. If he does that again at two to five, that's fine with me. I've got 20 <laughs> to one on number three. Captain Chuchis will take a shot there. Race five at Los Alamitos. Let's go ahead and take our first break, and we'll talk more racing with Bob Mazursky and Bruce Finkelstein. Also have on later on the show John Hardoon, Toby Callett, and we'll finish things up with Michael Rona at Los Alamitos. You're listening to Thoroughbred LA right here on the home of Angels Baseball, AM 830, KLAA.
Racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. It's the LA County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos, with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time horse of the year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate, West Coast, Gamin, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet is highlighted by the running of the Los Alamitos Derby on Saturday, July 8th. Saturday's action will also feature our popular on-track live money handicapping contest. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. Contest format and rules are available at LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Live daytime racing continues through July 9th. Developed by Horseman, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. Voices sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. Welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo with our special guest host today, uh, Jay Priven. And Jay, it's uh, time for our Calbred of the Week. It's going to be uh, Tom's Regret. It won the $75,000 Pleasanton Oaks last Saturday. Tom's Regret is by Tom's Tribute out of the Quality Roadmare Pure. It was bred by DP Racing. That's Darren Pearson. Owned by Cinema Thoroughbreds, Beckerly, Carrillo, Flores, Johnson, and Zondio. Trained by Steve Miotti. She won $45,000 for that race, and her career earnings are now more than two hundred. $91,000. And, John, speaking of the CTBA, that Northern California yearling catalog is now online at ctba.com. Uh, that sale coming up in about a month. It's on Tuesday, August 15th at the Alameda County Fairgrounds in Pleasanton. Well, thanks for that, Jay. And let's go ahead and bring in our next guest, talk a little racing at Los Alamitos today with the publicity rec- director there at Los Al, Bob Mazursky. Bob, good morning. How you doing? I'm good, guys. How are you? 
Doing great. Uh, you, you cap off the card today at Los Alamitos with the Los Alamitos Derby, and you've got some big hitters in here, kind of re- reset their uh, 3-0 careers, reincarnate, uh, coming in off of getting a just blistered on a, on a ridiculous pace in the Kentucky Derby this year, and Skinner, who's kind of been ready to run, then hasn't been ready to run in the Derby and then the Affirm, so both horses trying to reset uh, for the second half of the season. Yeah, that's right. Uh, reincarnate, as you said, was part of that fast pace in the derby and now he's a uh, freshman and this of course is a race that bob baffert has owned over the years he's won it six times in a row and seven of the last eight so you got to respect him juan hernandez was aboard this horse when he won the sham early in the year and then of course skinner as you said t- scratched twice he had an elevated temperature before the derby then he affirmed john sheriff didn't like the way he was galloping prior to the race so they decided not to run so i think those are the two main contenders in the race and Reincarnate might have a little bit of a tactical edge, so that's why I chose him today to win the race and uh, continue Baffert Street. I want to remind everybody, Bob, that uh, we have closing date tomorrow with the mandatory payouts, but Jay had a question about one of the events you have going on today. Yeah, hey, Bob, the uh, the contest, you've got a handicapping contest there today that's got some uh, NHC seats and things of that, so let's uh, let everybody know uh, all the particulars on the handicapping contest. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, we've those have become very popular over the years at Los Al, and Orlando Gutierrez does a great job of running them. And we have a $500 live money contest. $400 goes on to a live money card. You can bet all the Los Al races, win, play, show, exactas, daily doubles, and trifectas. Uh, you can sign up up until 1.30 today, which is slightly before post time for race two. So uh, it's right at the mezzanine level on the in the grandstand, you know, right across from the Vessel Club entrance. So people have until then to sign up. And there are two seats available to next year's NHC in Las Vegas. Excellent. That's a fun contest. I've played that many times, and uh, you guys do a good job out there with that. Bob, how about our radio play for us today from Los Alamitos? I'm going to go to the first race today. It's a field of first-time stars. I'm going to go to the number four horse, Salsation, Luis Mendez, uh, Edwin Maldonado rides. I don't think there's a better gate rider on this circuit than Edwin Maldonado. He's very getting very close to a record here. He's four wins away from becoming the all-time leading daytime thoroughbred rider. So hopefully he can add to the total play in the first race, number four, Salsation. So that's number four, Salsation, 7-2 on the morning line, race one today at Los Alamitos. That's for Bob Mazursky. All of Bob's selections can be had at todaysracingdigest.com. Bob, we'll let you get back to work, and uh, we will talk to you next Saturday. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. All right. That was Bob. See you, Bob. That was Bob Mazursky. And uh, our next guest, as usual, Mr. Bruce Finkelstein from betonbruce.com. And, Bruce, before we talk about today's racing, they've got a new stakes race at Pleasanton on tomorrow's card. And uh, it's a good card on Sunday at uh, Pleasanton. It's called the Pleasanton Mile. So I wanted to try and take a look at this. They had a big field of 10 in there, and it's a good race. Yeah, it is. And uh, good morning, Jay and John. Uh, Nice to talk to you guys. Uh, yeah, it's an actually it's kind of a unique card, uh, John and guys. In that, uh, in the t- I think of the ten races, nine of the ten races are two turn races. Uh, the lone exception is the two year old stakes race at six furlong. So it's a unique card, and you're right, this is a nice race. Look, I, I think there's some vulnerability in maybe the second and third favorites in this race. I I, I think in you take a look at uh, Tripoli, the one hasn't won since August. Uh, of 21 at Daryl Mar and also uh, CZ Rocket, the venerable uh, sprinter. Uh, he's only won once since calendar year 2022, and I can't even, I don't even have a clue as to when the last time this horse has gone a distance of ground. I think you've got two very vulnerable horses here. I've always been an admirer of the four. I'm going to be somebody. I've been on him a couple of times uh, through victory. He doesn't get bet all that hard, but he won the All-American at Golden Gate sitting just off the leaders. He's two for two at this Pleasanton meeting, at this Pleasanton track, rather. He broke maiden here a couple of years ago. He beat actually a horse in this race last year, uh, Midnight Mammoth, last year in an allowance race. He's not a flashy horse, guys. He lays up close, and the rider is pedaling the whole way. He's, he's shoving on him, but, boy, he loves a fight. He's won seven of 17 um, he's in excellent form. Look for him to be laying up close here to the pace. And I think he is strictly the horse to beat. Uh, a couple of horses to take a look at. The two horse Midnight Mammoth got in a crazy speed duel at Santa Anita. Even though it was a four horse race and he ran third to American Admiral, he likes this track also. He is the horse to catch 
he will not be 30 to 1. He's 30 to 1 on the line. And also, Katona is an improver to take a look at also. I had a nice breakthrough win going long last time out. He's a horse that maybe I'd knock down to about a third favorite. But the horse to beat, strictly to beat here, is the four. I'm going to be somebody. Uh, horses to consider in the exotics would be the two Midnight Mammoth and three Katona. So that's t- tomorrow's Pleasanton Mile. But, Bruce, uh, I'm going to get greedy with you. I want a daily double today, uh, one at Pleasanton and one at Los Alamitos. What do you like? Let's go to the eighth race, Jay, uh, an allowance, Calbred allowance race. The interesting horse here, I think, is the three essential business. Did Peter Miller try to sneak this horse in off a layup, throwing it in for, throwing it in for a tag? It's possible because he, she could not have looked better coming off the seven-month layoff. Take a quick look at her history. She ran super in her first two races in New Mexico. Uh, actually got, was left in her Sunland debut, was only beaten a neck, then went to Sunray Park and broke maiden. And then when she came to Southern California, for whatever reason, connections saw fit to run her on the grass four times, and she just didn't like it at all. She went to the sidelines for seven months. Not only did she show some early speed, what was most impressive was late in the race. She took off. She looked like she was running downhill late. She came home in six and one. She spread the she spread eagle the field one by five lengths. She was claimed out of that race by Doug O'Neill. Looks like a sharp claim. I love her, uh, you know, her ability to stay close and finish. I don't think she has to run any faster to beat this field. She probably goes second favorite behind Bella Ranella. So in race eight, Jay, I like the three essential business who's listed at 3-1 to one on the morning line. That's a Los Alamitos. And uh, anything at Pleasanton today that we should look at, uh, Bruce? Yeah, let me, take a quick, uh, let me take a quick gander here, uh, if I can. Um, I know you're uh, – let's see. Hold on one second. Now, this is bad radio. Yeah, I do. How about the <laughs> second race? <laughs> second race. I don't like that to happen. Second race at Pleasanton. I know that number two, Dr. Pescado, has a ugly running line, right? However, early on in this meeting, this horse showed speed and faltered badly. The first few days of this meeting, guys, speed was no good whatsoever. In fact, the horse that he chased, Dr. Pescado, also finished, I think, second to last. So the speed absolutely stopped that day going long earlier on in the meeting. Speed has gotten much better here. I love this horse shortening up in this distance, dropping in class. He's run well sprinting before, and I look for a turnaround here at what could be a bettable price. So in the second race, number two, Dr. Pescado, 4-1, to one, morning line. That's number two, Dr. Pescado, 4-1 to one on the program, second race today at Pleasanton. And, Bruce, what do you have available today at BetOnBruce.com? So we have the full card analysis at Los Alamitos. Late races at, on that outstanding Belmont card today. We did the last six races. Also some races, uh, best bets from Pleasanton and Los Alamitos. And uh, we'll be putting, hopefully, uh, we'll be able to get everything online for a closing day tomorrow also. So Because we're going to be on the road a little bit. But I should be able to get them, get all the selections up for tomorrow also. So uh, check us out at betonbruce.com next couple of days. All right, we'll give you next week off, do a little family stuff, get ready for Del Mar as it opens up in two weeks. So best of luck, Bruce, and we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Take care, guys. Nice to talk to you. Bye, Bruce. That was Bruce Finkelstein. Let's go ahead and take our next break. When we come back, we'll go back to New York and talk to John Hardoon of the Rags and Sheets. Then we'll head down to South Florida and speak to Toby Callett at tobycallett.com and todaysracingdigest.com. You're listening to Thoroughbred L.A. right here on the Home of Angels Baseball, AM830, KLAA. you got to feel it. Radio AM 830. Now more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred. 
Owners of a registered California-bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California-bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races, too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. Today's Racing Digest has been dedicated to the survival of horse players since 1970. Exclusive speed, pace, and final time figures, comprehensive performance ratings, and independent clocking information are all included in each Del Mar edition of today's Racing Digest. Looking for some extra help? Individual handicapping products from Thoroughbred Los Angeles radio handicappers Bob Ike, John Lindo, Bob Mazursky, and Toby Callan are available at todaysracingdigest.com each racing day. You can also take advantage of up-to-date news regarding trends, forces to watch, and free educational information. Pick up your copy of Today's Racing Digest on track at Del Mar or log on to todaysracingdigest.com. Set up your account and get ready to win. From dawn's early light until after the sun sets, Today's Racing Digest is working to make your day at the track a winning one. Today's Racing Digest, where every edition is a handicapping lesson. Make plans now to avoid the summer traffic gridlock. Sammy's Original in Lake Forest is looking forward to becoming your wagering headquarters during Del Mar. Their 2,700-square-foot Las Vegas-inspired racebook includes individual viewing terminals, ample self-serve betting machines, live tellers, and there are no parking or cover charges at Sammy's Original. Help celebrate our 10-year anniversary with a special menu featuring rollback prices in the racebook for our players. Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. First post-time meet racing day at Sammy's Original is 10 a.m. Come in, enjoy the great food, the great summer racing, and see what Sammy's Original is all about. For more information, call 949-716-2367 or log on to Sammy'sOriginal.com. See you at Sammy's Original in Lake Forest. The best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night. Tonight, look for outstanding pools in our early and late pick fours. Our early pick fours pools have been around $200,000. And remember, Los Alamitos will add $10,000 to the pick six pool on Sunday night if there's not a carryover. And racing fans, Los Alamitos is now offering exciting day and night racing double headers on Saturday and Sunday through July 9th. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club has a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of day and night racing, always at Los Alamitos. Remember, we'll have either a pick six carryover or the $10,000 promo on Sunday night. It's Orange County's beautiful Los Alamitos race course. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo with uh, Jay Privman. And uh, Jay, before we uh, talk about going down to Del Mar, when we come back from Del Mar and head up to Santa Anita, you're going to have all those big Breeders' Cup ra- prep races. The Breeders' Cup will be at Santa Anita. Where do people need to stay? Well, uh, I can say with uh, from firsthand experience, it's a great place to stay. The Le Meridian Hotel, which is right adjacent to that seven furlong shoot. It's just across the street there from uh, uh, from the track, so you can literally walk over to the track. Uh, it's at 130 Huntington Drive. Reservations at the Le Meridian at 626-777-6699. And, John, if you go online, you can use the code S, like Sam, S9498, when booking through Marriott.com, or just request the Thoroughbred LA rate. When you call that 626-777-6699 number, you'll get a 15% discount either way. It works, and like you say, it's a great place. It's and great. It's so convenient. So yeah. It really, uh, think about that when we get back up to Santa Anita. 
Let's go ahead and bring our next guest. We'll go back to New York and talk to John Hardoon from the Raggers and Sheets. And, John, uh, good morning. Uh, we got a lot going on, a terrific card at Belmont, including, I think, a really good rendition of the Grade 1 Belmont Derby. So I wanted to try and talk to you about that and see uh, who you like in that race to kick off our discussion. Okay. Good morning, uh, John. Good morning, uh, Jay. It's great hearing you on the radio again. And uh, let's look at the Belmont Derby. And I like the number four horse in their web slinger. This is an improving three-year-old from the Mark Cassie barn. But there's an interesting horse in the race, number 10, redistricting. Uh, the fact that this horse won his maiden, uh, uh, his maiden start last time out, and Chad Brown turns around and enters him in a grade one stake. I mean, obviously, they have to have high hopes for this horse. Chad Brown has a million horses in his barn that he could have run in this spot. But the fact that he picks a horse that just broke his maiden, throws him in the deep end of the pool in a grade one stake, you got to you know, give that horse some serious look. But I like number four, Web Slinger, slightly better. Hey, John, uh, we'll get a, a play from you on today's card in a minute, but uh, I, I wanted to ask you about, we, 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 we've had a police blotter the first segment here on our show, but we wanted to save one last one for you. Uh, I saw where Jaime Torres uh, got a 14-day suspension for hurting Irad Ortiz on Monday, and th- that seemed to me like it was Man Bites Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the, the kettle calling pop black or whatever right? it is? I mean, Howard Ortiz does it in every single race. But the, really, the crazy part is that the jockeys went into the stewards the next day and they voiced their opinion that they thought 14 days was ridiculous. I mean, guys that do that, they get three days, possibly a week, and they're throwing the book at a kid that, and believe me, that the foul in its own right was questionable. But to throw 14 days at him, is ridiculous. And if we can go back to that Heisa situation, one last thing I want to add. They suspended Ray Handel last week for two years. Two days later, they lifted the, the suspension because he only got a lawyer and they showed scientifically that it could have possibly been contamination. Well, this is now totally out of hand. I mean, they really don't have a clue of what they're doing, and they're going to slowly destroy the game. Well, on, on the brighter side of things, John, uh, I saw a namesake of yours. Got the money yesterday. A horse named Thank You, John, uh, for for your buddies at Gold Square and uh, Chad Summers, the trainer. Congratulations on your namesake winning at Belmont Park yesterday. Yeah, usually when they name a horse or someone, they never turn out to be any good. Believe me, I know from experience. But uh, Al told me he's got a good one, and Joe picked him out, and. Uh, he ran really well yesterday, and uh, he graduated and won pretty easily at a short price. Well, he's not a gilding, so let's let's keep that intact, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's a New York friend, so keep that in mind also. So there, you go. there you go. Well, let's go ahead and get a couple of plays from you. I know you, you've done Belmont Park. What else do you have on the menu today, and where do you want to go for your radio plays? Well, we're going to go to Belmont Race 8 for the radio, but we also have Monmouth, LaSalle, and Ellis Selection. So we're going to give you one from Belmont and one from Monmouth. Let's look at the eighth race at Belmont, and this is the, the Philly version. Uh, this is the Belmont Oaks. It's a grade one, and I love the number five horse, and they're prerequisite. The 3 row Philly from the Chad Brown Barn, three career starts. She's improved in each and every one of them. Ryder Swift's away to Irad Ortiz, 5-1 to one on the morning line. I like number five, prerequisite to win today's eighth race out of Belmont Park. So that's the the eighth race at Belmont, number five, prerequisite, five to one on the morning line at Belmont. And then where's your other play? Let's go to Monmouth, race number nine. This is a mile on the turf. It's the Jersey Girl Stakes. And I like the number six horse in here, the classy one. This is a three-year-old filling, five career starts, each race better than the previous one. Jose Gomez aboard for trying to tell Green, six to one on the morning line. Number six, the classy one that wins today's ninth race out at Monmouth Park. That's the horse that's named after you. The classy one. Yeah. Right? Six to one, that works at Monmouth <laughs> Park, ninth race today. And, uh, John, l- yes. we'll let you get going. But, uh, again, all your selections at johnhardoon.com. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about opening weekend next weekend at Saratoga. You're going to be a home game for you. So I know you're looking forward to this week. Yeah, it's the town starting to hop. Uh, you know, uh, vans are coming in already today from Churchill. Uh, you can feel you can feel the excitement in the air. Well, uh, uh, enjoy it for us, and uh, we'll get a live report from you next week as they go into their first weekend. Okay, guys, stay safe and be well. Jay, it was great listening to you. Thanks, John. Uh, uh, great talking to you, John, and I'll uh, I'll see you closing weekend, buddy.
How fantastic. Look forward to it. Thank you, guys. That was John Hardoon from the Raggers and Sheets. And let's head down to South Florida now, and we'll talk uh, to our world traveler like you, Jay. He's been all around the country and, and everywhere else and back in South Florida now for a little racing at Gulfstream Park. Mr. Toby Kellett. Toby, how you doing? Well, one correction, John. I'm headed back to South Florida later this afternoon, but um, uh, we're, we're still covering. Uh, fortunately, we've, uh, we've picked and bet on enough winners to, to cover the nut for the road trip. Uh, I couldn't be happier. It sounds like <laughs> you've had an awful fun summer so far. Now, you're back to racing at Gulfstream Park today. What are the conditions for racing down there? Uh, so far, fast and firm, but it started that way yesterday in a very hard Mid-afternoon, the uh, storm struck, and we wound up with a field sloppy track uh, for the last couple of dirt races. But uh, fast, or actually, I said firm, I'm sorry, fast and fast uh, so far to start. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll, for the foreseeable future. So there you go. Fast, fast, foreseeable. It's like, say that a few times. <laughs> well, uh, Toby, I still have some bills to pay uh, So uh, from, from my travel, so help me out here. What do you like at Gulfstream today? Well, I'm going to take you to the true blue-collar blood and guts, uh, race, race nine. Uh, these are bottom-level $6,250 claimers that have never won two races. This is just right up our alley, Jake. Wow. And in here, I like the seven. His name is Rare Jewel. Rare Jewel's making a very intriguing trainer change. Uh, uh, comes off a bullet half-mile drill uh, at Gulfstream uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this is a really good spot the seven rare jewel behind him we're looking at the five glorious business the two grand rock and the four fort attitude that is seven five two four to slam the door on the credit card bill today race <laughs> nine you. at Gulfstream. <laughs> that's seven five two four out the door ninth race today at Gulfstream park rare jewel for toby callett toby gave us a winner last weekend and dean delivers and uh hopefully he's got another one there for us again today Toby's selection can be found at tobycallett.com and todaysracingdigest.com. Toby, uh, get back to South Florida. We'll check in with you when you get there. Uh, Sounds good. Uh, I want to echo everybody else. It's great to hear Jay on on the air with you. And uh, uh, I scratch my head with these uh, decisions that we're seeing. Uh, One correction to Jonathan Hardoon. He said, slowly killing the game. Uh, I'm afraid that there are no breaks left to to slow down at the speed that uh, they're trying to ruin our, the game that we love so well. Yeah, it, it's, it's a tough go right now, and, uh, you know, as, as sick and degenerate as we are, we're going to try and work our way through it. Absolutely. The, the sick part you can leave out, degenerate, happy degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, Toby. Listen, have a great week. We'll talk to you next Saturday. Thanks, guys. That was Toby Callett from tobycallett.com. Before we go to our break, Jay, I want to remind everybody, who can't get out to Los Alamitos for live racing in Southern California today. We've got two good options. Obviously, uh, there's one in, in uh, the Inland Empire that Bob Ike is a regular at, and that's the Derby Room. If you haven't been there, get up there. Great food, great place to watch the racing. All the sporting events are there. And in Orange County, you know where the four, 5 and 405 freeways collide. Yes, that's Sammy's. They're celebrating their 10th anniversary with their new horse player menu in the satellite wagering room. They've rolled back their prices, John, to 2013, so that's terrific. And, you know, they've got that Rainbow Six bonus at Sammy's uh, during Del Mar. If you purchase the only winning ticket in the Del Mar Rainbow Six at Sammy's and you cash it at Sammy's, you get a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. The last weekend at Santa Anita, there was a ticket down at Sammy's Live to a couple of that. horses. They were going nuts down there. I bet. Yeah, and we want Pete Genovese to write that check. So <laughs> you, you guys get out there and take it down during Del Mar this summer. Let's go and take our final break. When we come back, we'll go to the guy who's doing double duty plus radio. Michael Rona will be here from Los Alamitos. You're listening to Thoroughbred LA right here in the home of Angels Baseball, AM830 KLAA. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. It's the L.A. County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos, with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. 
It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time horse of the year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate, West Coast, Gamin, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet is highlighted by the running of the Los Alamitos Derby on Saturday, July 8th. Saturday's action will also feature our popular on-track live money handicapping contest. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. Contest format and rules are available at LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Live daytime racing continues through July 9th. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio. AM 830. segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo with uh, Jay Pribbin, and we're going to bring in the hardest working guy in the industry doing the day and night duty at Los Alamitos, daytime thoroughbreds, nighttime quarter horses, on the radio. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, John and Jay. How are you, fellas? Good, Michael. Doing great. I'm glad to see that uh, one of my favorite horses, Impressum, is now back for another shot in the Champion of Champions after a really good win last week in the Vessel's Maturity. Indeed. A win in the Champion of Champions does not earn you the right to contest the following Champion of Champions. Being crowned AQHA World Champion doesn't earn you the right to contest the Champion of Champions. Every season, it's a new path to qualification. They missed by a nose in the Brad McKinsey Winter Championship earlier this year to a political pence. But this win last Sunday night cements the spot for Impressum to defend his Champion of Champions title in December. It was his second victory in this race, and it came at the expense of a magnificent four-year-old in his own right, Scoops Dynasty, who just performed magnificently for Monte Rosa, Deal Derby winner last year, and he has been terrific this season as well. He just couldn't hold out Impressum who clocked slightly faster time than when winning the Vessel's Maturity last year. The final sectional of 9.20 seconds is blindingly fast, and uh, he was just a touch too good for Scoop's Dynasty in a thrilling race. 
Uh, Michael, uh, you're calling day and night, obviously, this uh, this weekend with the final weekend of the Thoroughbreds. Um, the nighttime Porter Horse card, mixed breed card, gets underway uh, at 6.15 tonight, and it's trials, trials, and more trials this weekend. So give us a preview of tonight and tomorrow night's racing and the post times, please. Certainly, yes. We've got trials tonight for the Governor's Cup Futurity for the two-year-olds, and tomorrow night for the Governor's Cup Derby for the three-year-olds. Our fastest 10 will qualify to the finals in three weekends from now, the last weekend in July. It'll be the, uh, in fact, the California Breeders' Championship weekend. There'll be other stakes races with a Calbred theme on that particular weekend. So there are five trials tonight, Jay, races four through eight to the 350-yard futurity. It's not as strong a futurity as the recent Grade 1 Edberg Million. As a matter of fact, a lot of the top horses on Ed Bogart's morning line are horses who had won very impressively on debut, tried to qualify to the Ed Burke Million, just came up that little bit short and didn't make the field for the final. The favourite, for example, in the first trial race four, market analyst number seven, uh, was on in an Ed Burke trial, but uh, had trouble at the start, could not get into the final field, but regroups here from the outside post. Boardwalk in the seventh race, number one is the morning line favourite, and uh, he was impressive on debut, but disappointing in his Ed Burke trial. And there's a couple in race eight, the final trial, number one mask mandate, and number six expensive, the same pattern. Debut winners with great potential and promise ahead, but just not able to put it together in the Ed Burke million trials. What's interesting to me is the two of the aforementioned horses, Boardwalk in the seventh, and expensive in race eight, a first-time geldings. They've made that decision prior to their third career starts. In the case of Boardwalk, he's a full brother to Sicario V, who last weekend was the fastest qualifier to the Rainbow Derby at Riodoso, and to a previous winner of the Governor's Cup Futurity Monopolis. So it's a big call by the connections to, uh, to take that step and geld these horses so early in their career, but they obviously feel it's necessary to bring out the best in them. So... That's, uh, that's kind of the shape of these futurity trials. Um, and uh, final, again, will be the last weekend in July. Now, Michael, with a 10-race card on closing day for the daytime at Los Alamitos tomorrow, what is the post time for Sunday night, the quarter horse uh, races? Yeah, it'll be a latest start tomorrow night, John, 6.40. Okay, and very good. But now the most important thing, I need to play. Again, you got to get me out for the daytime <laughs> wagering. You've been great at bailing us out throughout the, the meet, so let's do it again. Well, thank you very much. Uh, the uh, second trial tonight, uh, which is race five, is not the deepest or strongest of uh, the security trials. And I'm going to take a little bit of a risk and pick a maiden against winners. Number two, Sasparilla, is five to one on Ed Morning Line. Has had three starts for second, third and fourth. And... The form lines out of those maiden races, in fact, one of them, one of the three races was actually a futurity trial, an Ed Burke trial. Uh, there's, um, there's some good form lines, some, some horses with su- subsequent good, strong performances who finished around Sasparilla, who got slammed at the start last time, had no shot. Um, the gate work prior to debut was a very good one. Against market analysts, one of those horses I mentioned to you that had won so well on debut and is in another trial tonight. Um, look, the favourite, number seven, Check and Cartel, and the second choice, number five, Wild Thing, both won maidens last time, but the form lines are just a little bit weak in my mind. Uh, the horse that Wild Thing beat last time was a disappointing fourth subsequently last week, and Check and Cartel didn't beat all that much in that maiden win. So... I just think Sasparilla at 5-1 to one is very appealing, very attractive at the odds. Base, race 5, number 2. That's race 5, number 2, Sasparilla, 5-1 to one on the morning line for Michael Rona. Michael, we'll let you get, rest your voice a little bit, get ready for the double duty today, and we'll listen to you tomorrow on closing day as well. Thanks a lot, and we'll talk to you next Saturday. A pleasure as always, gentlemen. Cheers. That was Michael, Bye, Michael. from Los Alamitos. And, uh, Jay, always good to hear Michael's voice, isn't it? Yes. And, uh, boy, he really – he's got a lot of work going on these last few weekends. So uh, uh, he'll uh, 
it'll, it'll be good to hear him uh, day and night tonight. I'm sure we'll see him down at Del Mar for a little respite too. So that'll yes. be fun. Want to thank everybody who was on the show today. First of all, thank you, Jay, for co-hosting. My pleasure. Bob Mazursky, Bruce Finkelstein. Thanks for the bagel, by the way. Oh, and I, we're going to get to that at the, as we end the show here. We've got John Hardoon, Toby Callan, and Michael Rona. Mike Wilman will be here from 8 to 10 tomorrow morning. Stay tuned now for Andy Harris and the SoCal Restaurant Show. Jay, he was asking about you, by the way. He's a good man. Everybody, enjoy the races today, a closing weekend, cash some tickets, and we will talk to you next Saturday on our Del Mar Preview Show, and we'll also cover Saratoga. Best of luck. Good luck today. But Mr. Ed will never speak unless he has something to say. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. And the preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Angels Radio AMA 30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. The Angels return from the All-Star break to take on the Astros Friday, July 14th at 6.30. The first 25,000 fans will receive an Angels MVP hat celebrating the four halos to win that honor. Courtesy of He Gets Us. For more info, visit angels.com slash promotions. Every second counts in a poison.